On my way to a little old town called Kahuna Rolled into the tavern and I see Tubbs and Uda A few schoolies down were talking footy and cricket He played 300 for the doggies and I still couldn't pick it A six leg multi missed by one leg of Bert Newton Blew me last 50 bucks and now I'm fuming it's all good cause I've got Tubbsy and Uda with me Been here for less than an hour and I already can't see Can't see, can't see Jeremy how took a specky on me Can't see Told Mrs I'd be home before tea Can't see I've got Tubbsy and Uda with me Can't see, can't see Hello and welcome to uh, the second episode of Grand Final Week, but it's actually episode 13. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, we're going to run Three with 13. Sleeps. Three sleeps to Grand Final. Three sleeps to Grand Final, massive week. Uh, Jeff White was on uh, four or five days ago, um, 200 plus gamer, and now we've got Lindsay on tonight, Uda. How exciting being a Bulldog supporter, you absolutely love the man. I do, uh, up there with my favourite players, um, arguably the best kick Ever. The game's ever seen. Um, so that's really good. But yeah, I'm excited. This week, starting to feel a little bit more like grand final week. I'm still a little bit upset about the Saturday uh, night no, no. scenario. And I don't know, what I, I don't know how I'm going to survive to 7.30. Uh, what, I don't know what time. 7.30, I'm assuming. But yeah, that's going to be tough. But hey, end of the day, we win. I'm happy. That's um, right. But look... I've, I actually, you won't believe this, Tubbs. I've sort of come around a bit. Look, I'm not going to be upset if Melbourne win because I really liked how, uh, you know, there's some of the stories that have come out about Melbourne during the week with their WhatsApp group. And I was actually talking to Jeff there the other night how close they are, but I still don't hope they win. Yeah, I'm, I'm not... Uh, it's not anger anymore. No, nah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, so it will hurt seeing... Couple of their blokes getting medals, but that's oh, leave it with a mustache up there getting his norms. Yeah, so, that uh, would, uh, but uh, yeah, no, looking forward to looking forward to chatting to Gilbs. Um, what's the plan yeah. on the show tonight, Tubbs? Uh, very quick. We're just. It's mainly going to be about Lindsay, um, but we'll quickly do. Um, we've already done our grand final stuff, but we will confirm our Norm Smith first goal, and we'll quickly do a multi. And maybe we're going to do a little bit of a flashback of a grand final hero or just random grand final yeah, player. So, yeah, we might do some yeah blast from the past with potential grand final players that you didn't remember played in the flag or a grand final. There you go. Yep, done. So right. that Let's... could do. We'll do that. We'll be call of the week. Um, might just quickly touch on some trade. Rooms yes, briefly rooms. going around. What are you drinking tonight, by the way, Tubbs? I did see you rolled in with some long necks. Stonewood long necks, um, they aren't a regular thing. They've brought them back for a limited edition for a couple of months because they oh, used I'm to roll. crack one because they look fantastic. They are unbelievable. And uh, I've actually had seven already, but. Um, Stonewood. Great. If you haven't had Stonewood, yeah. you know, if you are looking for an intro to craft beer, there's probably not a better one than 
Stonewood. That's what people first switch to when they're phenomenal. Now, we're not going to keep too long because Lindsay might be a long episode because, uh, or a long chat because he's had an unbelievable career and he's got yep. heaps of good stories. So, we're going to go straight into... Shout out to the Castle oh, yeah. Brewing which I'm <laughs> going to as well. Sorry. Uh, hops to home. Uh, yeah, part of my Sailing Beer Club. If you are looking for it to get in, you know, a few different beers get sent out to you once a month, 100 bucks a month, 20 cans. Hops to home.com, it is called. They'll send them out in the mail. Don't even have to get up and go get them. Uh, they've got a few beers in there. This one, I've got the Coastal Brewing Co. That I'm drinking tonight. Carey, Wayne Carey, peak of a shoeman. Uh, fruity, quite like it. So, if you are looking for some craft beer, sort of delivery site, you know, set up, you don't have to go anywhere. Hops to home. Hops to home. Give it a go. And there'll be kangaroos and shit getting around. But um, we'll go straight into where Norm Smith. Um, and a margin and first goal. So I'll go first. I'm going Bulldogs by six points. I think Melbourne. Well, you've changed. Yep. I think Melbourne are better side defensively and all that. You're going to break even in the mids and all that. But I just think, as I said, Bevo spiritually just doesn't lose in these big games. So Bulldogs win by six. Uh, Norm Smith, I'm going Jack McCray because he has 38. And if you have 38 and one, mm. how do you not get the norm? So we know yep. he gets 38. Um, and first goal is Mitch Hannon. Stick yep. to Mitch Hannon first goal. Uh, Smokey for us. Uh, Smokey is, I've said, Bailey Dale and Ed Langdon. Yep. Both playing over 50, so. Yeah, like it. Uh, for myself, I'm going the dogs. It's going to be close. There's no doubt about that. It's going to be close. Uh, I'm going the dogs. I'm going the dogs by four points. I hope it's not because I'll be a nervous wreck. But uh, dogs by four points. My, I think it's... It's a boring answer, um, but I think Bonson Pally for the Norm Smith, I think he's about to tear. He played really well in the last grand final they were in. Um, he's going to tear a final apart at some point. Yep. Uh, I think it could be this weekend. Um, the Smokey for me, Caleb Daniel, yep. is is my Smokey. Yep. And if you do are uh, looking for one... Uh, from a, from a losing side, smoky point of view. Ah, oh, sorry, from the other side, um, Clayton Oliver. Yeah, on track of Melbourne. Even if he could still get it in Bulldogs. Yeah, close, same close with, to with Oliver. Okay. I just think the Dogs have too much uh, depth in their midfield and will overpower them. The other one, Aaron Norton, worth looking at as well. My first goal, Cosie Pickett. I'm sticking with him. Cosy two plus is paying three ten too. He's looking for the value, and yeah. I reckon Fritch will hit two plus. Oh, actually, I, I said Fritch four plus. So I'm you sticking did. to that. Sticking to that. So yeah, uh, that's our tips for this weekend. Um, I won't even put them up. Actually, we'll go straight into a mouldy. You want to jump straight into a mouldy? Have you got one? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Bailey, Fritch, and Cosy two plus. Hannon, anytime, um, and then Oliver Track. Bont twenty five plus and McRae thirty plus. So yep. Hunter on odds. Bit, no, bit that won't be too bad. Tens. Yeah, tens thereabouts. Yeah. Maybe more actually. Right. Two pluses yep. on friction. Can you forget? Yep. Nah, good. I like it. Uh, I'm gonna go with Norton. Norton two plus for me. I think. Oh, I'm tempted to go three plus, but go go two plus to be safe. Caleb Daniel twenty five plus. Ed Langdon twenty plus. Bailey Smith, 20 plus. Uh, I'm going through, I should have just done them all at once, but anyway. McRae, McRae 30 plus. Bonham Pally, 25 plus. 30 plus for Oliver. 
Yep. And Cozzy Pickett any time. There you go. There's two winning Maldives for you. Yep. Um, now, we'll go into Blast from the Past. Yeah, Grand Final Edition, Blast from the Past. So, I'll, I'll start her off. I'll come, I'll Are we doing do, three? Yeah, we can do three. Well, one. It's up to you. No, we'll do three. So, I've got a cup just played in the Grand Final. Last year? Any year. You can do any oh, year. Oh, yeah. Just a bit of a blast. Yeah, just Bastards played in the grand final. Yep, played in the grand final. He was thinking shit, didn't think of him. So, I've got one. 2006, he was a premiership player for West Coast. It was his first year at the club. Armstrong. Stephen Armstrong. <laughs> Did you read that during the week? No, nah, I was um, just... I just knew you were going to say yeah, it. Yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne. Kick that snap. Come from Melbourne. Yeah, so, yeah, second last goal of the game, Stephen Armstrong. That's a great one. That's a good one. Um, 2011, Podsy Adley. Pop your shoulder out. First quarter. Did he play in that? Jay- he done his shoulder in the first quarter or something, but he was a part of it. So Pods the Adley's one. Jay Pod, yep. Uh, 2005, folks started on the bench. Number 42, Paul Bevan. Paul Bevan, blonde hair. Yep. Um, that's a classic. Premiership player. That's a classic. Um, Geez, I wish we did some detail because there'll be, there'll be a classic from Port in that 07 side. But I, I can't Toby go Thurston, past... Damon White, both think they both played. Toby Thurston kicked four in 2004 yeah. when they won. Byron. But... Um, I'll go LRT. Should have won two norms, really. He just, he was excellent in grand finals that place. Unbelievable, LRT. Worst head of saying, mm. but he made up for it. He did. Uh, the last one I've got didn't play the losing grand final. Um, career was cut a bit short. Got listed for off-field issues, but uh, Jason Graham. Jason Graham. He was a good player there for a couple of years. Love double one from outside fifty. Yeah, he did. So he was a good player. Starting the forward pocket in that grand final side. There you go. Well, I'll stick to that same grand final. Andrew McWalter. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was Brett Peake. There's a few funny ones. Saints had they. That... Jason Blake. Jason Blake never pulled a brown boat after two hundred twenty games. I know. Rough edge coming for him though. Jordan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's pulled a boat. He's gone the longest service streak without pulling a boat. Oh, really? Yeah. So. But after looking at Jason Blake, or he got one late in the whole... I remember the whole brown there. Yeah, well, could have been. So, um... Is that it? Yeah, I think it was. So that's, yeah, just a couple of blasts from the past from players and a grand finalist. We'll quickly touch on just some trade rumour circling for actually opens next week. I know we've got to get through the Jordan grand Jordan Dawson's bit. going to Adelaide. Yep. What do you give for him, Tubbs? He's a good player, but... uh Maybe Top one... 10? Yeah, probably. After the year he's had, it's probably... So, Adelaide got pick four. No, pick two. Pick four, I think Pick is. four. So, um, you can't be giving that up, can you? Probably not, but they'll, end up, they'll end up demanding it, probably. Uh, what else is happening? Um, so, Charles going oh. to Gold Coast, four years. Yeah, that's a good guess. Nah, can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> Inconsistent, but four years, he'd be laughing. Four years, Mario or Charles hit the jackpot. So, that could make or break the Gold Coast. Hopefully not paying too much, but... Yeah, let's big call. Or I reckon one of the the Kings are going to join this year. Or the old mates going up there. Or old mates coming. I'm calling. That's good. I'm just, so you call Ben Kings coming south? Oh no, Max I'm, King's not going north. He's not leaving his home club that he went for as a kid to go to the Gold Coast. Yeah, person. you're right. And they got that money. So yeah. So Ben King to St Kilda or? Yep. Oh, I'm not. I'm not throwing the other one yet. I'm just saying the Kings will play together at some point in their career. Nah, I'm going next year. In the next so it's got to be Ben King because Max ain't leaving. How do you know? Max might go. You know what? Oh. I've had enough of this place. No, yeah, you're we'll right. no, he's not leaving. Uh, yeah, I don't mind it. Terrible big call. Terrible. I don't know. It might happen. 
but apparently in talks to Reece Who coaches Carlton too? Vosses. Uh, Vosses. Home now with me? Yeah, Vosses home unless... No, Carlton, no, they'll do something. Who knows? They'll end but up bloody... He'll get there on the plane and they'll... They'll send him to the wrong address or something and... Imagine they get Teague back, man. All lose it. All lose it. Feel sorry for Teague. He shouldn't have been sacked in the first place. It's, oh, uh, he's fatigued. The players been a bit more... Cold. Chera. Does he go to Carlton? Yeah, he does. But see, Petrescu's seat and Carlton was shouted because he nominated West Coast. Yeah, but I don't think Freo are interested in him anyway, though. Yeah, that's probably what's happened. But they were probably thinking, oh, I can mm. chuck him in for the charity. Cherries and, uh, yeah. Well, Chera had a meet with Melbourne, and they asked for Luke Jackson in return, so... Well, apparently Angus Brayshaw could be one that could go to join his brother in the West. Well, well they... a flag and go live with brother. Yeah, brother. well, that's true. I mean, Andrew is a star, so... Um, what else has sort of been happening in the news of... Uh, Trade. I think that's about it. There's some. Oh, was it? Oh, Peter Adams was the uh, the other one from yeah. Port Adelaide. Yeah. Bit of a surprise, but probably got a couple of sort of blokes. Marshall's hanging on for dear life. But... Yeah, he is. But anyway, that wraps up the trade. I'm sure we can cover that in a couple yeah. of weeks. No, what couple of weeks time? Um, we'll see you after the granny for a review. Yeah, we will. So also keep. But we finally got a chance to send out these hats and beanies this week, so we apologise to everyone that we owe those to, but it's been a bit weird. I've been busy, I know Tubbs has been pretty busy. COVID, um, it's just been real weird. So, uh, sorry for that, guys, but we'll get them out. The, um, what was the other thing I was going to mention to you, Tubbs? I don't know, but Lindsay's waiting. Lindsay's waiting, so... <laughs> Let's get at it. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the day. Yeah, enjoy the grand final. Actually, if you could, that's what I will say. Wherever you're spending grand final day, just bloody uh, flick through some photos. Don't be afraid to tag us in. Yeah, 100%. You got wearing Can't some, see. Wearing everything. some merch. Or if you've got merch, make sure you're wearing it grand final day. Uh, and if yeah. you want to know how to not have a bad day, quince paste, uh, some gherkins and some Prosecco and she's all over you can't lose yep uh, oh sorry the other one Biggie asked this question on Facebook we weren't going to answer it because it's really that obvious the answer um, but that was Brownlow Medal of the Ashes for me yeah. it's the Ashes yeah, Brownlow it's, it's, it's a it's a it's uh, yeah team over individual I'm taking team 100% game, and if you're fucking in England at some pub and you got Warn Warnie's bloody Carrying a stump over his head, carrying on. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> it would be unbelievable. Although, a brown though, I've always been obsessed with the stats of a brown though, but definitely not. Definitely in Ashes, 11 of you losing your shit, beating the Poms. Well, yeah, that's pretty good going. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that. Keep the interaction coming. And here's, here's Gilbs. Gilbs. Gilbs, can we call him Gilbs? Yeah, we'll call him Gilbs. We'll find out his nickname. Yeah, Gilbs. We are here for our grand final week guest number two. Um, we're lucky enough to have someone from the Melbourne Football Club who'd played 200-plus in Jeff White, absolute superstar. And now we get to have someone from the Western Bulldogs Football Club who's played 200-plus in Lindsay Gilby. Uh, he's one of Uda's favourite players growing up, so he's over the moon, and so am I. Um, we're absolutely blessed to have these sort of names coming on, you know, because me and Uda, when we were growing up, uh, playing in the backyard and starting to really froth football, these guys were prominent on their screens and love playing with them when you're playing your PlayStation games and that. It's just unbelievable that we're getting to chat to them. Uh, Lindsay's an absolute champion. Um, 209 games for the Western Bulldogs. Uh, played in their three prelims in a row from 2008 to 2010, so he's played a lot of finals football and performed well on the big stage. Um, he's also played for Australia in the Gaelic uh, Island series that they do over there. 
Um, yeah, and I just can't wait to chat about his career, um, his coaches, players, best player played with, we'll do all that fun sort of stuff. Um, he literally had the best skills I've ever seen, best right leg I've ever seen. Um, he was unbelievable to watch, and uh, he's one of our fan favourites. So here's Lindsay Gilby. Enjoy the chat. He's an absolute champion. All right, we've got our can't see guest, uh, grand final week, um, Bulldogs 200 gamer, Lindsay Gilby on the line. Thanks for coming on, Lindsay. Uh, appreciate it, mate. Nah, thanks for having me, lads. Looking forward to having a chat. Nah, sounds good. So, we, um, Tubbs obviously referred you to Lindsay there off the top. Any nicknames? I'm assuming Gilbs. You got any other ones that, uh, that floated around? Uh, I had possum there for a bit. Um, <laughs> I had possum, yeah, because I was just getting... I had a house, and an oldish-type house where I was living, and I bought it, and then we ended up having a possum problem in the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know, and I um, I was getting them out every night, so I just got nicknamed Possum for a bit. So um, yeah, mainly towards the end of my career, I was Possum, but Jeez, mainly I'm, just that's good. Just Gilbs, the yeah, Gibbs. Yeah, I, I, I might roll with Possum for the rest of the night. We'll see. Um, yeah, no, all good. <laughs> uh, so obviously the dogs, mate, into the big dance. Uh, exciting times. H- how have you found? Do you obviously watch them pretty closely? And how did you find them this year? And uh, how excited are you for Saturday? Oh, first of all, extremely excited. Um, just, just sad, really, for both teams that the game's not in Melbourne. Yes. Um, yeah. The build-up would have been probably as good as build-up to a grand final. We've been in twenty or thirty years, being two teams that probably haven't featured all that much in grand finals and had a history of success. So it would have been would have been nice. So extremely excited. Um, I think it, the good thing about it is both teams. Of show during the year, they're the two best teams in it, which is yeah. very rare. You probably get a grand final where one and well, Bulldogs only finished fifth just on the back of the last three weeks, but they were the two best teams uh, in it, and yeah. it's good to see them uh, play off. So, yeah, the, the, the Dogs obviously had a really good season. Um, just had that little hiccup towards the end, but mm. they were a little bit probably many people know, but what happens when, when you kind of sell your position up a little bit uh, at the top level anyway and you know where your position will be on the ladder, yeah. it, it probably depends on where you finish a few things that come into play and that one of them's fitness. Um, yeah. So in that last three weeks, the dogs were in a pretty heavy training phase, um, yeah. Yeah. which to try and get a, a fair bit of load in before finals because... Fitness probably takes three or four weeks to kick in from when you finish it. Yeah. Um, so they were going through a heavy, fa- heavy, heavy training phase, and they'll they'll probably going into those games fatigued. Yeah. Probably not not thinking that they would have fallen off as much as they did, which they did. Um, and just a few areas did go right, and yeah. And I think the matter of I think it was one or two points in, in regards to percentage and. They tipped out the four, so they they didn't plan obviously to finish out the four, but that's how it is. And um, I think their, their inner belief and their confidence never sw- never waved, but yeah. it was um, just they lost what got them there in the first place. Probably that hunger around the footy, and they've rediscovered that at a really important time um, in the first final and the first three finals that they played, and which now finds them in the big one against another really good midfield. Yeah, well, that, that's where it'll sort of be, that that midfield battle. And you mentioned they were in a heavy training load. 
is that sometimes, um, you know, you hear people say, oh, losing, you know, it's a good loss to have. Is that a, is that a thing or not really? No, nah, never a good loss to have. No, yeah, I never thought. Yeah. That and, oh, we've got nothing to lose. I don't really understand that. But anyway, um, no, it, it's it, it's definitely, it shouldn't be used. I've never understood that myself, really. Yeah. Um, you, you go out there to win. Um, yeah. I guess you could probably lose admirably. Like, there's no, no harm in losing. Yeah. As long as you, you try the whole game and you give good effort. Yeah. You, you can you can lose that way, but you can if you lose and you don't give effort and, and I guess not apply yourself for the four hundred and twenty minutes, um, that's not the way you go about it. But sometimes you just get beat by a better team on the day. Mm. You yeah. try. That's all you can ask. Yeah. No, that does make sense on the back the back um, end of that year. Like um, they did look a bit tired in that, but um, obviously finish outside the five and now yeah. Just backs against the wall, they just find a way, especially under Bevo. He's just unbelievable um, how he gets them going. Now, on the um, before we get into your career, on the uh, playing group now, have you got a couple of favourite players um, for the Doggies at the moment? Yeah, um, obviously everyone's favourite's Bond. Yeah, he's um, ridiculous, isn't he? Oh. Yeah, I, I messaged him during the week, uh, late last week actually, just to, just to say good luck and yeah. He, he was he replied back and, and stuff. Well, I just didn't want to do it during grand final week. I'd rather do it the week off. Yeah. Um, just to wish him luck and a few other boys. It's I um I really like Aaron Norton. I know I know what he brings. It's not just his marking ability, but it's your, your key thing as a forward is you have to bring a contest. He brings that, but not just your contest, but your follow up. Yeah. And once the ball once the ball hits the deck, he's like another midfielder. So um yeah, he is. That's yeah. what I. That's what I really like, and um, I'm loving how Bailey Williams is going about a ten and a half back. Yeah, just his ability to play tall and small, and he's extremely tough in the contest. So it's everyone. Yep, it's Bont. But the thing about the weekend is, it's you got Bont, you got Bevo, you got Dunkley, you got Tremor, you got Hunter, you got Bailey Smith, McRae. Yeah, 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 and people forget about Jack and McRae. Like, He's completely underrated. Oh, it's he, unbelievable. I think he's actually stats this year. He in every category that's taken, he's beaten only once. So, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he's a good country boy too. So it's good to see him win it. Yeah, he's, um, he's only half an hour or forty minutes away from us. So yeah, it was good. to Yeah, see him. just a a nice part of the world. Yeah. Um, obviously, I would have loved Bond to win it, but obviously, yeah. always a deserving winner. But yeah, it's um. Oh, it'll be one in the midfield on the weekend. I, I personally, I just think the Bogs midfield, second string midfield. If you like to call it a second string, yeah, well, it's probably it a starting. Enough. It's a it's a starting midfield, virtually for every other team. Dunkley, Trelaw, Bailey Smith, and Lockie Hunter. They're the ones on the outside. So, yeah. Um, the good thing about it, you can throw different things at, at the opposition, and uh, we'll see how they go. I, I'm. I don't. I think the odds are like two dollars sixty to. A dollar sixty or something. I think they should be a little bit closer than that, but I'm happy with that. Yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a mad bulldog supporter myself, Gilbs, and um, yeah. I'm, I'm people have said to me all week, yeah, you're confident, you're con-. and I'm actually more confident this week than I have been in any of the other finals. So I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but um, no, I just I'm, think I'm, we match I'm up really well this. against the D's. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, I was I was 
less confident against Essendon than I was against Brisbane. Yep, same. Um, I was very confident having against Port Adelaide, having known what the kind of boys endured during the week, being a few of my best mates are assistant coaches there. And, yeah. And um, and obviously a few guys that are still playing I played with, but yeah. it's, um, I was confident against Port Adelaide and I'm quietly confident on this game. I think, I think it'll be a really good game. Yeah, it will be. Um, so a couple of players that you, you mentioned a couple there. Uh, Caleb Daniel, Bailey Dale, you mentioned Bailey Williams. Love watching those guys because they play a pretty similar role to you as an sort of attacking half um, half back. Yeah, yeah. I'll just wrap for Bailey as well. Oh, I keep saying Bailey, but Bailey Dale, this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was a he was a on and off forward in and out of the team last year, and yeah. I think it's it, it's gone definitely unnoticed that mm. um, his season didn't get unnoticed. Obviously, been named in the Australian team, but beverage his ability to find a player out of nowhere um, and reinvent his game. Um, For him to be in and out of the team to an All-Australian defender is is just a masterstroke, really. It is. Um, It probably doesn't get the credit that that it deserves, but, um, yeah, obviously I love love Caleb. His ability to find a mark under pressure um, then just allows you to set the rest of the field up yeah. If you can just find a mark quickly, and then then your game plan can kind of kick in from there. When you, if you just rush kicks forward, um, it's hard to set up behind the footy and in front of the footy. So, oh, he's he's a star, Caleb Daniel. Yeah, he's unbelievable. The way he changes the angles with his foot across his body, I absolutely love it. Um, with the, yeah, he, and before, he does the thinking for everyone else. Yeah, he does. He, he puts the ball to where they want to go. Um, the new kick-out rule, we're just going to touch on that because uh, you used to kick out a bit. There's actually footage of you running all the way to the 50. Um, imagine the, the kick-out rule back then. I reckon you would average 40. You can just bolt out now. What are your thoughts? Oh, I, <laughs> I don't like it. Like oh, it opens up the game, but you shouldn't get a stat for it. Um, <laughs> it's oh, I'm not I'm not one for that. Oh, I'm my old coach Rob oh, I used to like the square. I was something just mentally that I like to kick from the square. Yeah, I never, yeah. I never really liked to go out the square. But Rob Mead used to kind of yell at me if I didn't do it. Yeah. Um, just to gain an extra ten, fifteen meters. But I just just didn't like. I just preferred kicking from the square but the, yep. the game that you're referring to there was no one inside the 50 so I, well, I kind of had to take it off yeah that was um, unreal no one come, <laughs> no one come near yeah. yeah it was it was weird I had the ball out of full back and I remember was looking up and going there's no one on the mark and there's no one inside the 50 so why not just play on and then kind of no one ran at me and I kept going and no one ran at me again I ended up almost getting sent out forward and, yeah would have been good um, I kicked it to John and he kicked the goal, but I had the runner. People probably don't. If you look at the footage again, I happen to look at it, but yeah. Peter Philandy is the runner and he's virtually shepherding me the whole way and <laughs> giving, me, giving me direction. I remember it. And uh, he said, Keep going, keep going. And then he kind of yells out, Have a shot, but I was a bit too far out in fatigue. So yeah. I just tried to kick it to John over advantage. Paid off all right anyway, but you mentioned about that square. There's something in that because I've kicked out most of my well former career. I've kicked out a lot, 
and there is something about the square and it just feels weird if you sometimes if you just run outside that you know you play on to run out that square it does give you a bit of a market to kick from <laughs> so i totally agree with you on that yeah it was something like it, the, you, you get to the square and it was like that's your that's your pivot point to kick don't go past it even though if you back probably well, when i was playing if you kicked just a, a foot outside the square it was it was called a ball up yeah. where now it, I, I think it can deflate people's people's stats. Like, yeah. I look at, for instance, like Jack Zeebel. Yeah, he gets oh, 26 yeah. touches yeah. a game, but he only actually earns 10. He, um, he's the biggest example, actually. He, he was getting 35s there for a minute. And because yeah. North were getting and, that much score against him, he was having 20 kickouts there. Yeah, and the thing about it, if you just kick it long and, and your metres game goes, goes through the roof, yeah. um, Jake Lloyd's another one, I think, out of... Yeah, 110 kickouts. He ran out of the square 109. Yeah, 109 times. Um, yeah, and then they go, yeah, your meters game. I guess it's a good thing for super coach. And yeah, super like coach. That. That's an odd <laughs> Yeah, and people betting on betting on stats. Stats. <laughs> 20 plus is able every time. Dollar 13. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, take it, take and run. <laughs> All right. So now it's, we we'll go back to the start. Um, so. Where were you born and raised, and what was your first memory of footy? Um, born in a place called Lauderdale, which was, in a way, a little bit country when I was a kid, but now it's obviously suburban because yeah, Melbourne's grown yeah. out. Um, yeah, born born in Lauderdale, raised in a town a bit further on, was Coldstream. Yep. Um, we really lived up to its name because in winter it was bloody freezing. Um, <laughs> so I started playing footy when I was. I think I was four years old in the under nines, um, so I was pretty pretty small then. Wow. Nothing really changed, and yeah. um, no, I just I just remember really growing up around the local footy club, similar to where you boys are up Kahuna. Yeah, but you just you'd always have a game of footy in the street and a game of cricket in the cricket season, and yeah, meet down the oval after yeah. school, and meet down the school uh, or, or the main footy oval after school, and. You'd kick until the lights come on, and sometimes at the footy club, would just put the lights on for the kids, and you could just kick and yeah. meet me and, and and do that most nights. Um, and it, and it's quite sad; you don't really see that anymore. Um, nah. Especially driving down the street, maybe more so push, but you definitely don't see it here. Yeah. Not many kids kicking the footy in the street or playing cricket in the street. Cars coming, you've got to move the bins and stuff like that. And that's what you did. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how you get your skill development. Yeah, and it's not. And I try to tell that to the young kids as well. If I ever do take clubs for training, or or tell them that they go, well, how do you how do you get a good kick? And I, I just say, there's no way to fit in my hand. There's no secret. It's yep. just everyone growing up had a footy in their hand. Where these days they've got an Xbox in their hand. So, uh, and playstations and it's something we I never had and we couldn't afford to have as kids so we, I just always had a footy man yeah, awesome. two older brothers and then two older brothers and they would kick the footy and then dad would kick the footy and yeah yeah that probably drive me a bit crazy at times but then you then you go meet your mates down the footy over and that's all you did and yeah. watch the seniors on the on the weekend and play juniors on the Sunday so yeah that, um, that's on the boundary when I had the chance yeah, and it is a shame. Did you did you have anything in particular, um, you know, to hone in on that that right foot? Was there anything there you 
you aimed at was there like I know yeah growing up I had a uh, there was a, in the down at the dairy there used to be a um, a little a little slot in at the dairy there used to have a shot at and uh, try and kick it through was there anything like that you had or you know, uh, no there was a power pole at the front yeah power pole um, yeah. yeah so we just I just kind of used to aim at that a fair bit yeah. I used to even I think you guys can probably relate to this but amount of games you have in, in, inside trying to get oh, it in through the doorway and, nothing better yeah um, and I remember as a kid I, I, I fell on a I was the littlest and I was the, the blokes used to play it depends what you call it these days it's jack in the pack or marks up yeah, packs, marks, whatever, yeah. whatever whatever it's called these days um, and someone put us when I was in under nines or something under tens I think it was um, someone put a stubby at the front and I, was, I always tried to I played with the 16s and 18 year old even though I was a lot smaller and younger and someone put a stubby at the bottom of the pack and my knee happened to fall right on top of the stubby and Ooh, I ended up missing yeah, I got a big scar on my leg and I ended up missing the whole junior footy uh, one year of junior footy and I don't know if you remember those real hard plastic balls they were soft but the ends were really yeah, hard yeah. I do the red ones um, <laughs> yeah those red ones yeah. and those brown ones I think there was um yeah. Yeah, they they're real, real hard at the end, hard plastic but soft. And I just done my crutches in the front yard, and just I couldn't bend my right knee, which was my kicking leg. So then I just I put that ball on the ground with my crutches and just started kicking that ball around on crutches. Yeah. And that's kind of how that's kind of how I learned to kick left foot as well. But yeah, yeah. It, there's no, I don't, and you guys can probably attest. There's no secret to things. You yeah. just got to get a foot in your hand. Yeah. No, nah, I was the same. I've got a similar story to um, kicking the footy inside. My uh, parents used to say, stop kicking the footy inside. Blah, blah. And we had this massive mirror just sitting up on top of this table. It wasn't attached to the wall or anything. And uh, I kicked the footy on it and it fell down on me. And I went to brace it with my hands and it snapped straight in half. And I sliced my foot, rushed to hospital, eight stitches. So I've had similar similar injuries. And yeah. uh, it's not fun because they go, I told you to stop kicking the footy inside. But you don't, you never stop. Yeah, I smashed plenty of things, but... It was, I think we can all relate to, but I think mum and dad kind of were pretty happy. I think she figured it out in the end, uh, break know. a few fans and windows and stuff. I think, but yeah, by the end, they, by the end of my career, even though dad only saw half of it, but <laughs> they, they, they would have been, they would have been happy by the end. Yeah, bloody oath. Now, your junior footy, um, where did you play and were you, were you a standout? No, no, I was never a standout. Um, I uh, junior footy at Coldstream all the way until yep. um, Eastern Rangers at under 18s. But I tried out for, you know, under 14s. Uh, it was, I still remember all this stuff because it kind of, it's the thing that really drove me. Um, yep. I, I think I was one of our best players in under 14s and I used to invite people to interleague back then yep. just to go and try out for the under 14s interleague and, and I thought I was a good chance. And, um, but eight people got selected from my team and I wasn't one of them and then you go, okay, yeah, and then um, the 15s I tried out for Eastern Rangers and and I got cut, so just told I was too small Um, and then under 16s I tried out for Eastern Rangers again. Um, I got cut from that squad and then I tried out under 17s at Eastern Rangers. Um, I got cut from that squad and then I come back 
then they then they I broke my hand and then I came back. They invited me back onto the list. I ended up playing like two games as a seventeen year old. Yeah. Um, and then in my kind of my top age under eighteen year, I I kind of I know, grew a little bit. Um, had got got a bit more size and a little bit more strength and yeah. kind of in a way overtook a few. So um, I had a really good top age back then. You could fill in for the AFL reserves. Oh, yeah. um, out of, they could bring you out of the under 18. So yeah, um, yeah, and I, I played six games for Essendon uh, in, yeah. the BFL, in the in the AFL in the twos in '99. Yeah. Um, so back then, all you wanted to do was play league footy, and you and you play under 18s one week, and you just oh yeah, Terry Banner heard me out and go, can you fill in for our twos? We we got a couple short, and like, yeah, all right. Well, they would tell the regional manager to take who they request. So all I did is I was locked in all that one week. I was playing under 18s, and that next week I was playing with Jason Johnson and Adam Ramanaskis in the twos, and guys who you kind of looked up to and aspired to be, but. Touching that, so nineteen yeah ninety nine was the uh, last year at Eastern Rangers, and then got drafted at pick forty three. So, were you talking to clubs throughout that year, and was there heaps? And did doggies touch base with you? Or yeah, so um, I had, they they don't really do it during the year. Yeah. But apparently, I only found out after the draft that Mum and Dad said uh, a couple of nights that I got told to go go around to a mate's house. Um, Club you 
Fletcher asked me before the draft if I was going to get drafted, which club would I have gone to? I thought it would have been the West Coast Eagles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They seemed the most keen. Um, and then, obviously, if you ask me at the end of it, what's the least club that I would have thought I've gone to? would have been the Bulldogs, because Scott Clayton was the recruiting manager at the time. Yeah, I was going to say, that Scott Clayton, yeah. Yeah, Scott Clayton, and he just goes, oh, do you want to play league footy? And you're kind of nervous. And, yes. Do you work hard? Yes. Um, <laughs> all right, see you later. That's and unbelievable. I've, I've, yeah, and I walked, and I've gone, and I thought to myself, well, I'm definitely not going there. Um, <laughs> so it was a pretty big surprise when they read your name out there. <laughs> But pick forty, yeah, extremely, yeah, pick 40 or 43. Yeah, pick 43, extremely. <laughs> I was obviously, I, I never even thought, anyway, I thought every time West Coast pick come, that I reckon mum and dad thought I was going to West Coast. Mm. Um, I wasn't guaranteed of getting drafted, but they thought if I was a chance, it'd either be West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then two of my mates went and picked. Well, one of them, I wouldn't say, yeah, he's not overly a mate, but a guy I played with, Damon Cupido. Cupido, he went pick six. Yeah. Yeah, he, he went pick six. Pick. Um, Scott Homewood, I think Scotty finished like 26 in the Eastern Rangers, best and fairest, and Richmond took him, at, I think, pick 39. I, I did, um, yeah, I did look up the Eastern Rangers boys, and uh, Cupido actually, did he play up? No, he played somewhere near us. Was he a freak show in that last year at Eastern Rangers? Oh, yeah, he was that. Well, all, all these juniors, every, everything was Damon. Um, yeah. He was a freak junior. Like, yeah, I thought so. Like, he was just everything. He had everything. He had all the talent in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, just not, not the best work ethic, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Damon. Um, yeah. He was still yeah, kicking hard. I think he's had more clubs than anyone, hasn't he? What's that, sorry? He's had more bush clubs than anyone. Oh, he's oh, for a lot of it. I, yeah. could, I could name five, and he kicked 100 yeah. plus at uh, played at Rumbalara, Oyen. He kicked bags up Corowa in Darwin too. Yeah. So he's been around. Yep, yeah. yeah. and um, yes, yeah, so I think Scott Homewood went 39 or 40. Then yeah. Michael Clark, he went to Melbourne and picked 41 or 42. Yeah. Is that yeah. is that before um, Test cricket? Probably the I'll, I'll end up being flat by the end of the day because 
I, I liked my cricket. I had really good cricket gear, and yeah. all my mates took all my good cricket bats. <laughs> um, <laughs> you won't need them anymore. What did you roll with, like a V100? Or? No, no, it was the ultimate, and I had a V600. Oh, V600. Um, He's always wanted the V600. No, was it the V800 yeah. that Mark wore out? Which one was that? It was the V100. Yeah, um, that was the one I always wanted. Yeah. I like, yeah, it was a green one, V600. I saved up all my boundary money for two years to buy this cricket bat. Um, and I had an ultimate after Michael Slater because I loved him. Yes, yeah, um, so, yeah, and all my good cricket, thousands of dollars worth of cricket gear, my mates took it all. Um, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so they didn't come home and say congratulations. They, they, they just, I remember walking through the door, they walked through it. As you know, country towns, what they like, all the beers start flowing and yeah. bloody everyone come to the house and my mates going, well done boys, and just went straight through my room and took all my cricket gear. That's good. Um, so lucky you didn't get delisted and wanted to play the next year. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I forgot the arse. I bat in Colabon two times in the first year, but it was, um, yeah, it was, it was obviously a pretty special day. And, oh, unbelievable. Um, you actually do remember that. You don't remember many games that you played, but you, you remember those little times that you had mm. where you shared with family and friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you pulled the whites on since? And you, did you go knock on the door and ask for the, the gear back if, if you did? No, no. These, uh, that gear's long gone, unfortunately. first car ended up retiring on one of my mate's farms. I think it's still going. What, the old bush bomb now, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the old... Good old paddock bomb. I think it's still putting around now. Toyota Corolla somewhere. Oh, these um, Toyota Corollas, more. They last those things. Yeah, it was a, just a four-speed old thing, cranker, um, and that was my car. And uh, some of the training and stuff, and getting to work because I was apprentice chippy back then. Yep. Um, I think it's still going up on one of my mate's sprout farms. So that's um, Did you yeah, roll the arm uh, over? Yeah, I was actually weird enough. I was tossing up between footy and cricket, what to do. Um, yeah. I got an invite to state under 17s cricket. Um, yeah. So um, I, I, I wasn't too bad, but yeah. you, you, it's more opportunity in football footy, if, if you're good enough to get there and you can get your opportunity in cricket, go out and get a really good ball and there goes your opportunity. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, um, so I didn't take that for granted, but no, I do like my cricket. I might have a few games this year. Yeah, nice. Um, so you were drafted with the likes of, uh, I think, Bob Murphy, Ryan Hartgrave, Mitch Hahn, all went on to have big careers. Did you, uh, did you all become pretty good mates early? Yeah, we did. Um, well, I moved virtually straight out of home because I had to because the drive was too far. Mm-hmm. I lived with Mitch Hahn down in Altona and he came down from the Northern Eagles in Brisbane. Um, so we got bundled down into Altona and Nathan Eagleman got traded from Port Adelaide over there, so he was down in that time. Right, Trent Bartlett, he got traded too. Um, so we're all kind of dunked down in Altona. Brian Hargrave was in Altona. Yep, yep. Patrick Wiggins, he was more upper class. He went to Ascot Vale. <laughs> um, and Daniel Gian Syracuse, we virtually, he, he was in Altona Meadows, so he was still living at home, so he had it as good as everyone, anyone, so. Yeah. I remember those days. You only get because John started the base of twenty-two grand. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I used to get I used to get sixteen hundred dollars in my account per month, and I had to put eight hundred on rent, two hundred on car, and rest in food, and 
had no money left. So yeah. it was. Uh, Jeez. So you're in the. Um, mum and dad a bit. Yeah. Club cafe in the club. They, oh, they probably didn't have the cafe back then. You could have just grabbed a few bloody sangers or something. Yeah, they used to have what was called selection table on a Thursday night. So I used to try go there and try get a, a free meal on a Thursday night and talk a bit of crap amongst the supporters and <laughs> stole a heap of salt and pepper shakers and ice <laughs> and plates just to just to try to make do from the footy club. <laughs> oh, that's gold. So. 2000, tell us about the first day you walked in the club. Uh, it was a daunting, and tell us about Plough, your first interaction with Terry. Was he getting around you early or not? No, my, my first interaction with Terry was two days after the draft because he loves a punt Plough. Yeah, and right. uh, I live in Colstrom, and he lives in um, he lives in a place called Kangaroo Ground. Yeah. And two days after I got drafted, I was at the Yarra Glen races um, <laughs> with all my mates and just kind of celebrating having a few cans and stuff yeah um and then because uh, he used to, even before I was drafted I used he used to go there every day for cup day yeah um all that type of stuff <laughs> and uh he was there and all my mates go Gilbs there's your new coach I go where you over there I go so I thought I'd go and introduce myself because he didn't know who I was <laughs> um that's good I go oh, how you going how you going Terry I'm, I'm Lindsay you drafted me a few days ago and I had a can in my hand um, and uh, I, he, he was like kind of I think he was a bit shocked and he, and he goes I'll see you in a couple of days good to have you on board the rap to have you um, we'll see you in a couple of days so there you go yeah and that was on the during the week and on the Saturday they go we'll, we'll do a meet and greet with all the families and stuff all the people who got drafted, their mums and dads were at the club. We started pre-season on the Saturday, and we, us young fellas, just thought, "Oh, here we go. We'll just we're just going to meet meet a few of the staff and a bit of an induction type setup. And there's bacon and eggs and everything up there. And we, I was hoeing into that, scoffing it down. And me and Patrick Wiggins, and then a guy called Brutus, which was the team manager, Gary McCulloch at the time, and. We were sponsored by Feeler and they deck you out on all your Feeler gear. <laughs> Feeler. Um, he threw, threw me some runners and a fitness advisor goes, how'd you go? Uh, yeah, and um, we didn't know kind of what to say. And he goes, well, <laughs> you got your time trials coming up now. Oh, oh Jesus. I've smacked him over in the eggs. <laughs> um, and, and gone out there and actually, I didn't do it too bad. We had we had eight 1k time trials but I didn't do too bad lucky oh. I was doing a bit but um yeah that's not ideal yeah, yeah not ideal after a couple of bacon and eggs and <laughs> um yeah Daniel Jones Syracuse and Robert Murphy were the only ones who weren't allowed to do it because they were 17 and we were 18 oh um, those cheeky dogs so, yeah yeah the, the two golden boys of the draft they didn't have to do it but <laughs> yeah me Patrick Wiggins Mitch Hahn and Ryan Argrave and yeah, uh, Patrick Bowden had to go out and do yeah, it. Yeah, Patrick so Bowden was another one. Yeah. I was just, I, I was just happy that I got a free pair of shoes. I was wrapped. <laughs> I bet. Um, there's one, there's one thing. Um, is it, it must be a bit of a story. Uh, there must have been a game that you played and you didn't get a single minute. It was must was, it, was it pissing down yeah. that that game. Yeah, was yeah. that two thousand or two thousand one? When because it was, it was. Uh, to start of 2001 in the in the Mad Cup or Antic Cup it was then. 
Yeah. Um, it was up in Cairns, actually. It was quite funny. Um, so we were to take the squad of 26 up. I had a good pre-season after my, my first year was interrupted. I had two broken collarbones. I hardly played any footy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was just playing, playing in the Werribee Reserves in the VFL. Yeah. Um, and I had a good pre-season, all that type of stuff, and got the first call up to the Antic Cup. So I was heading, heading up there, and even before we're heading up, they go, the game might go ahead because of a monsoon or bloody cyclone, whatever it was. <laughs> um, so we're out in the, we got told, as soon as you get there, bring all your chairs in off the balcony inside. Um, so you go up there a couple of days before and play a heap of cards and stuff like that, just get ready for the game and then get to the game monsoon or like there's half a foot of water on the ground, all that type of stuff. <laughs> um, and, it, and it got to like 28 minute mark at the last quarter and I was in the pine the whole day and it's, it's quite funny. Anyway, people say it was Jose Romero but it wasn't. Um, no, sorry, Jose was coming off with the blood rule with not long to go. Yeah. And they had killed John. Oh, jeez, I didn't even want to go on at that stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so I got to the line as you're running on, the, the interchange line, and he was literally 15 metres from me. I was about to run on, and they yelled out, no, Gil's back off. I've gone, <laughs> what? And, um, no, nah, we're putting Sniper on. I go, oh. So I, I trudged back to the beach. Oh, um, sniper was Brad Fuller. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he was a Collingwood and he came across to the Bulldogs. And um, so Brad Fuller went on and I didn't even get on. I, I, got, to the, I got to the interchange line and yeah. that's as far as I got. So I had to do a big run the next day to make up for it. Jeez, that would have to be one of the worst yeah. football, football days of your life, I reckon. Oh, I was, I was so excited because I thought yeah. it wasn't really all, all that fun, great. But it was, it was good that I was I'm more so experienced playing with the boys I didn't end up playing but I experienced some time with the boys and yeah yeah you can kind of not tick it off but be proud of that and <laughs> it was, uh, yeah looking back on it it's quite funny I would have been disappointed if I, if I got the arse for next year and never played a game um, did, that, that's a did you get a did you get a second gig in the Intec Cup surely you faked an injury or something yeah, that day and thought no nah, I'm not available for this one yeah, no, I did. I, I, I got a, a second gig in the NC Cup. Didn't didn't do too bad. Um, and I debuted round three. So, yeah. Was that against... Uh, did you debut against the Pies? Yeah, debuted against the Pies. So, did you um, win? Played on my idol. But no, we didn't. Played on my idol, Nathan Buckley. And that was weird. Guy here at the post on the wall and he was lining up. And he, but back then it was weird. Like, if you started on the bench, you stayed on the bench. Yeah, for yeah. Yeah. So I didn't get on till halfway through the third quarter because the bench was kind of looked upon as virtually, oh, we won't use it until we have to use it. Yeah. Um, so, no, it was, it was enjoyable, though, that's for sure. Did you just win? No, we didn't win. No, we lost. I think we lost by 38 points. And yeah. I and still remember Simon Cox. He gave me my first touch in late. Oh, yeah? yeah. Handball receive? Or? No, no. It was, he kicked it from full back and I was in the pocket. Yeah, nice. And I'm, 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 I'm sure that would have hit the target to your, your kick, did it? I, I can't. I think I just kicked it long because I was shitting myself. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, so to that, yeah, to that, that, that year you end up playing nine games. So, like, it's just starting to get 
I suppose, getting some opportunity and starting to build some confidence? Yeah, yeah. The next few years, I'll, to get a taste of it, nine games and then I think I played 16 in my third year um, yeah. so I was starting to kind of feel comfortable at the level and then yeah, yeah obviously Terry Wallace left and there was a, a deal done behind closed doors that he was going to coach Sydney and um, then we got what happened well I think he signed to Sydney and then there was a revolt because they wanted uh. Paul Bruce the caretaker at that time to get the job and oh. they had already must have signed a deal behind closed doors, and um, but he was going to Sydney, and that was on, in the final round of the season. And then, yeah, um, we had Peter Road for the next few years, who I didn't really like at all. Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, we weren't much top, were we? At that in those couple of years either. No, it'll be to put it simply, it was the equivalent. They signed the fitness coach, yeah, who was the head of fitness, to to suddenly the senior coach which was a strange call at the time. Yeah. Um, and he was he probably didn't see what Plough saw in me. And yeah. I kind of fought tooth and nail there for a couple of years, requested a trade to Sydney. Oh, um, yeah, I do remember that come out in the media, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Simon Valley. Oh, no, he went the yeah. other way, didn't he? No, no, at the end of 04, I, I finished the end of 04 really, really well. Um, yeah and played the last seven or eight games, they switched me from forward to back. Yep. Um, yep. In the last eight games, and when it, in my first game back, I played on Aaron Davies and kept him goals. Yeah, no. Um, they kind of, I was back for the rest of my career after that, but the end of 04, Terry Wells, uh, sorry, Peter Rowe got, got the sack with about four rounds to go. Was that against Melbourne? Was that against Melbourne? Uh, yeah, I think it was. He got the sack. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but he coached out the rest of the year, which was that's um, awkward. Yeah, yeah, which was which was awkward, especially when we just hired uh, Rodney Hood, Rodney Hood, was sitting in the crowd with our president and watching the game. He was going to coach next year. Yeah, that um, So I just yeah, my first meeting with with um, with with Rodney went for about ten seconds, and um, <laughs> I just said no, nothing against you, Rodney. I, I request a trade. Um, wow! And, yeah. all the, and all the best. And that was my first meeting. I didn't even get a chance to sit down with him. So, um, yeah, and Sydney flew me up at the end of '04, and they gave me a three-year deal and said, "We, we, we see you can play." And um, Paul Wills was there. Yeah, Ross Lyon was there. Um, Jude Bolton and Mickey O'Loughlin picked me up from the airport and took me down to Coogee. And I thought, "Man, it's this." And, good part um, of the world, yeah. Good part of the world, and I went back to the club, and they just gave me a bit of a bit of a talking to, and um, they said, well, "Here's a three-year deal. We want you up here. We we really rate you as a player. We don't understand what why they weren't playing you." And um, so, where I, I, I requested a trade, never went through because I had one year to go on my contract. One year said, "You're not going anywhere." Yeah. Um, and kind of, yeah, the rest of this history. Yeah, so Rocket put a bit of pressure on you in that off-season then after you stayed? No, no, because he, he, he said, listen, uh, in, in the second interview, not interview, second meet and greet, because yep. he was trying to keep me and I was trying to go. Yep. He goes, come in and we'll have another chat, because literally my first meeting meant 
Biff led me for probably 15 seconds, no word of a lie. I was pretty rude. Um, oh, yeah. Because you kind of, you've got to show strength that you want to leave the place. Yeah, um, yeah. And he didn't even get a chance to get a word in. I just shut the door and walked out. Um, and the advice of my manager at the time, he said to do that. Um, and then the second, after I went to Sydney, I came back and had another meeting with him. He goes, listen, I'm going anyway. I don't care what you say. You're under contract. You have a good pre-season. Um, and I'll give you the best best opportunity I can. He goes, oh, I've seen you play, I've played against, coached against you. Um, yeah. Have a good pre-season. And Daniel Cross was another one who requested a trade at the end of that year because Cross and I were playing really well in the twos and never getting a game. Well. Um, uh, Cross and I both requested trades at the end of that four. Um, it's because we had, we drafted a guy from Adelaide, Jordan McMahon, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. who would just get one one or two touches in the twos and, and get given a game before us and we're getting a bit disheartened. So, <laughs> That's um, cool. But kind of looking back on it, I wouldn't change it for the world because those, those years of toiling away in the, in the reserves paid off. really have to earn your, earn your spot paid off, yeah. So, um, yeah, it could have robbed me 40 or 50 games, but in the end, I was, I was proud to achieve what I did. Yeah, yeah well, that... From 2005 onwards, you look at your numbers. Well, obviously, you started getting playing 20, pretty much every game from 2005 to 2010. Um, yeah, you just broke out, averaging 21 touches a game, I suppose. Rocket actually played you at half back. Was that where you started to play and start to find your feet? Yeah, and it was more to say, and you guys have played footy too, it's more so. Um, uh, if you've got a coach that actually can believe in you and thinks yeah. that you're you're okay more valued yeah Yeah. you can actually you you feel valued and that you contribute Um, and that's irrespective of wherever you play be it bloody the worst comp in the league in the the country to the best comp in the country it's if you feel valued you're going to get the best out of your players yeah Um, and yeah he he Personally, added a lot of it. I felt valued under him, and that I was a real good contributor, important to the team. And, yeah. Um, yeah, kind of. I, I kind of grew from his belief in me. Yeah. Well, it paid off because I think was it 2006 played in national rules or 2005 as well. Um, I against... played. At, yeah, the next year, his first year as coach, I played. Yeah, represent Australia in the international rules here, and then. Um, the next year, I got selected yeah, in the All Australian back pocket team. So, um, wow. and if you get selected in the All Australian team, you get first dibs if you want to play or not um, in the International Rules Series. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't passing up a free trip to Ireland, no way. So, no, um, no. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I played the O5 series. It's weird because I probably had. A bit better year in 05 than I did in 06. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I got picked in the All Australian team in 06 because I remember um, All Australian team was kind of picked a bit different back then. Like even though it's only 15 years ago, but yeah, it wasn't all me. You had to have <laughs> yeah, you, you had to have two years or three years before you get picked as an All Australian. Not just a one off, yeah. Not just a, a one off year and then never to be seen again. Yeah. Um, so I had a really good. 
year in 05 and everyone probably thought I was going to get picked and everyone who picked their team had me in it and I didn't make it. Um, which was okay, that's fine. And then the next year I was lucky enough yeah, to get selected because I had a reasonably good year. Yep. But I know the International World Series were really great. They were, they were amazing. Like, now, well, the last few years, they're probably, unless they look hit and giggle, but if the years I played, it was extremely passionate. As in, yeah, which only Australia hated it. Play for Australia, yeah, yeah, Australia hated Ireland. Ireland hated Australia. Did you play in the one where Chris Johnson went bananas? Yeah, yeah. That was I unreal. Yeah, I, I played in that one. About three nights before that first test we played in Perth, that one you're referring to was played at, uh, at Etihad. Mm. But we had a punch on with the Irish at a nightclub in Perth about three games, three days oh, before really? the first test. Wow. Um, I did not know that. So, uh, so, no, no one knows that. There you go, boys. <laughs> Thanks um, for that. Yeah, we had a punch on with them about three nights, but did a good number on them. It was pretty funny. Then we all had a beer afterwards. It was bloody great. Oh, that's all. Um, who who threw him? Was Campbell Brown in one of them? Or not? Not yet. No, no. He was. I reckon he might have been the series after that. Series after yeah, he was yeah. losing it too. Yeah. Yeah, two thousand six. He went off. Um, we were the most hated team. Mate. We were. Yeah. You know, six in Ireland. It was. Mate, they just wanted to kill us over there. But it was um. Yeah. yeah amazing fun. The experience you get to play with the best of the best and watch them prepare and here I am sitting in the team photo next to Michael Voss. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So it's, um, um, to play, play with all those players who are legends in the game, it's something to look back on. Only when he finishes, he'll yeah. get pretty proud. Uh, so Ireland, you obviously hit, I imagine you hit, hit a few pubs and that up there. <laughs> Guinness. Was, was there any? Yeah, Guinness. Jeez, oh, that stuff's all no good. Um, any, any of the boys off field that were sort of impressed you there? Um, oh, there was Phil. Oh, oh, Phil was a beauty. Um, oh yeah. I was there when Phil got the barman in the headlock. Um, but I don't know if you guys remember that, but he got a barman in the headlock. Um, <laughs> Is that Fev? Yeah, that was all over <laughs> the papers in Australia. He ended up keep, kicked off the tour. Yeah, he did. Um, oh, he did too. That's right. Yeah, he got he got kicked off. He got kicked off. Um, but no one looks at, in, looking back on that footage, that Adam Sowell does this massive spew across the bar as he's getting the on the headlock. Um, and this was like three nights before the game. It's down in Temple Bar in Dublin. Um, That's a pretty popular place, there. I think, though, didn't it? Yeah, Temple Bar is like, uh, yeah, it's the best spot in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so everyone was. It sounded like it was just a big footy trip, you know why it was, but when it was time to train and prepare and it was hard. Yeah. we took it we took it pretty serious. Yeah. Now that's unreal. Um so twenty two thousand and eight to two thousand ten, three oh. three prelims. Yeah, Uda's uh he's shaking his head, he's obviously hurting, being a bull, bulldog supporter. So, um tell us about those three years. You know, is there a year out of those three years that you felt you probably could have went the whole way or yeah, 09 out of those ones. Um, and Ernie could probably testify if you remember. And um, the night we lost to St Kilda, I think. Oh, that's right. We, yeah. we absolutely. Nick Lee Rock toe poked one with, I reckon, two minutes to go. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. And to put him seven points up 
there was a couple of bad decisions that went against us that night. Um, it was that was our best chance. I think we were plus tw- <coughs> excuse me, um, plus twenty five or something inside fifties. Wow! Smashed them in contested ball. Every stat you could think of, we absolutely smashed them. Besides, they had a big blonde number twelve and kicked five goals. Yeah. Um, where our key forward at the time really was Jono because we were a bit of a mobile forward line. Yeah, that's Acker right. as well. Him and Jair as well, um, floating. Yeah. Yeah, him, Jair, Acker, Murph was forward. Yeah. Um, we didn't really have that much arm. We didn't have that, like a, a key forward. forward at that yeah. time. So, um, oh, wait, we probably got to a prelim maybe just before we were ready. Yeah. Um, 09 was our best chance at it, and 2010 we went in pretty much banged up. Like, yeah. We put all our eggs in the one basket in 2010. We're up at half time, by ten points. Yeah, but we um, we had some guys who needed some serious surgery. Yep. Who uh, who who beat you on that night? Uh, some, uh, Saints again, wasn't it? St Kilda. Yeah, yeah, Saints again. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Some Saints by about I think we lost by about 15 points or something. Yeah. Um, but we're backed up. If we got into the grand final, I don't think we would have done very well. Yeah. Um, with the injuries that were carrying, um, I needed a shoulder reconstruction. Ryan Hargrave needed an ankle reconstruction. Yeah. Ryan needed both his shoulders done and a hip. We're, we're pretty banged up. So yeah. um, that was our best chance. And then obviously, yeah. not after that, we, we played some OK footy in, in 11, but then Brendan McCartney took over in 10, 2012. Yeah. Um, and. Oh, I suppose um, we played a few finals. Was it always pretty comfortable like, on the big stage? Yeah, 11 finals. You've been in the best about six or seven, out of look. So you, you perform well on the big stage, mate. So obviously love finals. Yeah, I did. It was, um, we always kind of tried to step it up in finals, and and that's where kind of reputations can be won or lost. Yeah. Um, I thought I yeah, did reasonably well in, in big games. I prided myself on it. Yeah. Um, didn't get the results that we wanted, um, but we didn't die wondering. We had a crack, and, and really, that's all you can ask for. It's, it's, it's sad as it was to not not playing one, but it was um, great to experience 2016. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, we will touch on uh, 16 because there's a um, story yeah, of. Yeah. Um, no, we might as well go into it now. I think. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. So when the dogs won. Um, now, was there, a, you were rolling in and there was a couple of kids trying to get a ticket or what happened there? You might have yeah. got some kid come in. Yeah, it was It was probably one of the most rewarding things um, of my life. But I'll go back on one thing. In, in 2012, there was probably two, a rewarding thing, which I'll relate back to this day. Yeah. Um, in 
there's no real difference between playing 206 games and 207 games. There's no difference to mm. me. How about you? Yeah. How about you give a guy like Jason Johannesson a chance off the rookie list and you've got to make a decision on him in five or six weeks' time. Um, and he came in and, and did okay and ended up getting the contract and obviously he's still there today. That's probably... Oh, and he, won, and he won the norm. So, yeah, double... Yeah. And, and I look back and that's why I was going to tie it into 2016. Mm. I, I do, I, at that time, I was doing special comments. <coughs> Excuse me. Um with Jared Bailey and the ABC team um, and they were coming on for a pre-game and just to talk about the atmosphere and because and having a media pass is a live ticket but it's not a seat I already had my seat I was sitting with Amit Baines and who's now the CEO and level 2 and at a function and stuff like that so I already had my seat and ticket but my media pass was a live ticket uh, but not a seat yeah, so I could yeah. get you in but not a seat yeah. And I don't know if you went. Did you end up going to the grand final years? No, I didn't. I was um, I was actually overseas. I was living in England at the time, playing cricket over there. So yeah, I um, yeah, I, I pulled an all nighter. Dragged had actually had a bit of a nap in the casino in London there. Um, yeah. And I think remember I rocked up to some pub at London at five a.m. in the morning. And they gave us a egg and bacon roll and a VB stubby on arrival. So I felt like I was at home. Um, yeah. Beautiful. It wasn't a walkabout, was it? It wasn't a walkabout. I tried to get into a walkabout. It was a Belushi's or something, I think it was called. But yeah. uh, it was it was great, but I'm pretty stoked to be here, uh, have one in Australia this year. Yeah, it was, um, and it was a live ticket. So I did my pre-game with Joe for an hour, and you're quite emotional because you just see everyone on the outside. And, and being at the ground, there was thousands and thousands of Bulldogs supporters outside the ground just screaming for a ticket, just wanting a ticket, like yeah. the, the wads of cash that was getting thrown around. Um, well. Anyway, when I was walking around to the back of the member stand to go there, I saw a young family um, desperate for a ticket, a dad and, and, and three boys. Yeah. And they were on one of the light towers and and obviously I only had one ticket, so I've gone up, done my radio, come back, and the same light tower, there's a dad and one son left. And there was obviously a dad and three boys before that. When I walked past at the start, and I've gone back, and obviously his two kids have got a ticket. I don't know how you choose between your kids oh, and who, yeah. goes in, who doesn't. But this guy did. Um, and the guy was like, I walked up to him and I took my lanyard off and I, was a, I said, listen, he goes, how you going, Lindsay? And I said, yeah, good, good. And Do you want to get? Do you want to go to the game, mate? And he goes, oh, I've just driven here. I've just done anything I can to get my kids in. And, go, and these kids were, oh, this kid would have been seven or eight. Oh, wait, he's young. Um, and his two other kids were, were a bit older. So I go, oh, where's your other boys? And they go, oh, they're inside. But mum got a ticket. Um... And I'm just thinking, I don't know how you can choose between your kids and mm. who goes, who doesn't. I, I've got two boys and I couldn't do it. Um, and there's this one young kid left over. Um, so I just got down on my knee and I said, oh, how would you like to go in and see your Bulldogs play, young fella? And the dad started crying like he couldn't believe it. Right. Um, and uh, and he started pulling out all this money, like a lot of it. And yeah. I said, no, no, I don't want the money. I go, 
listen, this ticket will get the kid in, but he won't get in the seat. Yeah. And he goes, I don't care, you can go sit on the mum's seat. So, and mm. he was crying, the dad. He was bawling his eyes out, and it was really, really rewarding. Mm. Oh, uh, beautiful stuff. This young, yeah, this young kid went in and I said, well, let's walk over to the gate. And I said, you better ring your wife to come and meet him, because he's only pretty young. Mm. Didn't want him walking in the turnstiles on his own. Um, so the mum, she kind of knew who I was and she's crying and and she goes, Lindsay, oh, I can't believe this. Like, this is amazing generosity. And I said, no, well, it's it's better you guys get to use it than me because I've already got a seat, so don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, and, the, and then, so we just made sure the young kid got in okay. He got his thumb and then obviously go sit on his on a on lap. But... Um, then the kids had gone in and the dad, so I kind of, I think they rang up Talk Back Radio that night to say, talk okay. about it. Um, yeah, so a few things obviously rewarding on that day, besides obviously winning it, it was the second best day of my life, but watching JJ get the Norm Smith and, and giving that young kid yeah. you know, a, oh. a memory, he, he didn't know who I was, the dad did, the young fella didn't. That's amazing. Um, but maybe you can say in a few years, oh. I can have him a ticket. And, um, so, yeah, a few, obviously, besides the results, some real rewarding things to look back on. Yeah, mate, that, that's that's an amazing story. That is, um, that's something I'll never forget for the rest of the life. Yeah, uh, yeah hats Bloody off to you. Yeah. Hats off to you. Well, after that 2016 grand final, so did you go back, well, did you, did you just, um, kick on with the players or anything, or was it a past players thing, or? No, we... I was drinking with a cup. I remember I've got some great footage on my computer. I've got the phone out. They always get the jukebox out after a game and yeah. um, with the strobe lights out and all that kind of crap. They had after the GF and I was down in the rooms and, and they made you feel like a lot of the players come and go, this is as much as it is ours, it is yours. Um, wow. You guys kind of, yeah, and... I don't know what was in the cup at the time. It was only probably 45 minutes after the game. I was drinking <laughs> from it. Um, oh. I've got some great footage of just me, me <coughs> excuse me, um, me partying with the boys. Bont's got his arm around me. Um, in the, in, in where the change rooms are, not where the, they warm up, but in where they get changed. It was really intimate. Yep. Yeah. Um, I just probably spent three days crying just through being so happy. <laughs> I know the um, Yeah. And, yeah, then we we went virtually on a three-day bender. Yeah, um, I can know. Um, I think, yeah, the, the bar tab at the end of that third day, I think it was, it was just under a quarter of a million bucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was yeah, two, I think it was 252000 Whoa. I heard the bar tab got to. That was probably just that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Peter Gordon, who's got enough money anyway. Oh, he would have been able to cover it, yeah. Yeah, that's Ash money for Peter. Um, they just said, go your hardest for as long as you want, and I'll fix it up at the end. Jesus, that's unreal. Fuck. I'm getting goosebumps. I love that shit. Oh. Yeah, guys were over $1,000 bottle of champagne, just spraying it in the face and putting it in a bin. Um, <laughs> oh. It, it was just. Yeah, it was amazing. It was just three days of just really enjoying yourself. Yeah, oh, I bet, mate. We've been and unreal, I suppose. Not, not just amongst players. It was, it was just 
staff, it was partners, it was the inner sanctum, the footy department, the marketing department. It was, um, yeah, it was pretty special. Where were you when the siren sounded? Were you, uh, where were you? I was, I was level two, about four rows back, yeah. um, with a mate Baines. Oh, yeah, yep. At the time, he was at St Kilda, which I was as a coach. Yep. Um, I didn't give two shits. I told him at the start of the day that I was dressed in red, white, and blue, and I virtually said, I don't care what St Kilda is today. <laughs> um, and um, and they, they were saying, and Baines, he was like, mate, we don't care either. Just enjoy it. Um, and it was, it was, I sat in a section where... Um, all the all the coaches were from other clubs and senior coaches and staff and they were barracking for the Bulldogs like you wouldn't believe. Oh, um, well, that's good, yeah. Well, I suppose everyone was sort of uh, jumped yeah. on the band. I think everyone know. was just cheering for the story. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's yeah, and then I, I probably when Pico kicked that goal, um, yeah, my emotions just I just lost it. Yeah. I was just in tears. Um, of happiness, I was hugging coaches from other clubs. I was just, <laughs> I think I, even, I think they threw me beer. It was just, I was that that happy. Um, and there's a siren. As soon as the siren went, I was embracing them. After two minutes, I said, "Bangy, let's go. We're going down the rooms." Fucking hell! Waited down near the race, and I just jumped the race and went down. And Bangy couldn't believe it because he was wrapped. Um, yeah. and yeah, we just sat and enjoyed it, and just sucked it in. It was That's great. a special moment, that is. That after after yeah. a win, is there any, there's nothing better than you having a win, even if you don't play. I think I just, felt like I won it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a medal to show for it, but I've got memories. Bloody mm. oath. Um, yeah, they're hard to take away. I've seen the, on your Instagram the photo with Gia down in the rooms after they won it, I reckon. It's uh, amazing yeah. scenes. There's nothing better. That's what football does, bring people together. And I've been lucky enough to win a couple country ones, and, yeah, you just, it's just unexplainable, the feeling, with all the yeah. mates. And yeah, it is. And... It's just the hard work, and, and you're just so happy for Jake Lansman and Jake you guys probably don't know, but... The doctor, yeah. A, yeah? Did you? Yeah, he's a doctor. He's been there 30-odd years um, to see the look on his face, to see the look on Clippo, who's been the head trainer for years, and this who had been there for years. It just all the people, the boot, through the boot starters who have seen the hard times, you're, like, you're happy for the players and happy for the past players, but they're the ones you're probably happy for the most because yeah. they're just your heart and soul, your footy club. Yep. Each, each country club's got one. Yep. You guys would have one. Yep. It's you, you, to see the look on their faces is the reward. I reckon that's better than anything than a medal. No, oh, totally agree. Um, you, you mentioned country footy there before. We just wanted to touch on uh, a couple of games you played for Bell Ranald. Um, obviously, that's where our home club Kahuna plays again. You played one against Kahuna, didn't you? Yeah, my very first game for Bell Ranald, I played against Kahuna. You were the 
I think you were the Dockers at that stage. You're still the Dockers. Yeah, well, we're Dockers, Carls, but we're actually the Kangas, but we're free That's of Carls. Weird, yeah. So your first game was in 2014, and me and Uta just played in the grand final and lost for Kahuna in 13, and we just left, and then... Yeah, uh, we ditched, jumped off. Uh, which, well, it wasn't ideal. And then the next year, we're seeing Lindsay Gilby's playing, but uh, so we just missed you. But if, you, if you're ready yeah. for another game, I'm, I'm back at Kahuna now, so... Yeah, I've uh, already been asked. City, they've never done anything like that. They just don't know what it's it's like. They are missing out. Not big time, and that's probably the hardest thing of this lockdown. That's oh no, kind of hurt me that I just can't jump in and throw the swag and yeah. throw the guns in and go for a hunt and go for a fish. Yeah, um, and just camp under the gum trees with a fire. Well, it's a simple thing, but that's what I love doing most. Yeah, no, we're blessed here. We're literally. Is what ten minutes from the river. I've got the creek here. It's unbelievable. Um, now, unbelievable for your time so far. Now we're going to hit you with some short, sharp questions. Yep. Um, yeah. Appreciate your time, mate. Here we go. Off the top, what have we got first? Mate? Did you have any superstitions as a player? None. All right. Good. Yep. Uh, pre-game feed stuck to the same. I went mixed it up. No, I would have like a, a curry pasta. Oh, yeah, they got a lot of curry pasta, yeah. Yeah, curry pasta, and then I'd smash about three or four boxes of uh, Smarties. Oh, Smarties, yeah. Yeah, I love them. Just smash them. <laughs> uh, so, fave food in general? Tubbs loves his food. Yeah, love your food. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big... Oh, this, this might go down with country folk, but... I like a good sushi, like nigiri. Nah, mate. <laughs> Tubbs I'm, is a sushi, man. Well, but I don't go down the raw fish path, um... I'm just your chicken and avo, but so what did you say you have? What sushi is it? It's nigiri. It's like salmon and rice. Oh, yeah, you get your salmon. I don't mind that. Yep, happy with that. What about steak yeah. or parma, too, if you're going to a pub? Oh, steak. Rare. Yeah, great call. Was, Rare? Yeah. yeah, pepper, yeah, yeah. Pepper, pepper gravy or mushroom gravy? Or? Well, 
What's that, sorry? Pepper or mushroom sauce or not? Mushroom. Yeah. Fucking hell. I don't get why people go there and get a chicken palm. I've never got that over the state. It's, it's an insult. Yeah, Have I'm... you been to Kylite Pub? No, oh, I haven't yet. They say, do a great thing. When you're up, if, if I play against you at Brown, we've got to have a fucking uh, steak straight and mushroom sauce. Straight the Kai off that. Yep. Straight the Kai. As long as I don't get golden. <laughs> no, you're safe. There's no Chris Johnson. There's no Irish blokes there. Yeah, no, I think you'll be pretty safe. Um, I'll, probably be the, I'll probably be the now overweight runner running around too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Favourite band? Favourite Going at the car lot as well. Um, yep. Favorite movie, if you got one. Oh jeez, I, I haven't heard this one in a while. I don't mind Chopper. Yeah, oh, Chopper's yeah. the best, mate. I know every word. I've lost it. That is the best movie ever. Chopper's funny as That is gold. Um, yeah, Chopper. That's that's pretty good. Two thousand, and it was uh, released the year you were uh, or your first year of football. Yep. So that's a funny. Yep. Funniest teammate at the Dogs? Uh, a guy called, he, came, he was only there for a small part. Yep. Aaron James. Oh, yeah, yeah. He would come from Richmond, didn't he? Yep. Yep. Aaron James. So, will I just, just up and about, Larrikin? Oh, uh, just stuff I can't say on a podcast, but he was just very funny. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Shout out to Aaron James. He's a big yep. fan of the show. So, um, if you were a coach and you had to pick three players in their prime from 2000 to 2012, so your years at the Dogs, um, which West, three Western Bulldogs players would you choose? In their prime? Yeah. I would have picked uh, Jono. Yeah. Um, Daniel Cross. Yeah. Dale Morris. Oh, who was the last one? Dale Morris. Oh, Dale Morris. That's... Uh, Pretty much yeah. two of your favourite players there, anyway. Yeah, yourself. Them. So, uh, so we got you up there on the. You said you're on the Murrumbidgee. What what beers you got in the Esky? I don't mind the Northern. Yep. Yeah. You can't lose. Oh yeah, just a Northern mid strength. Well, yep. You can just drink a few of them and yep. do too much damage, but you just enjoy them. Yeah, you can have enough that you're not off your head. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If you're going to have a spirit, do you ever roll down the spirit path or not? Yeah, I, I don't mind it. Like CC and dry or something like yeah, that. Yeah, nice. Yep. Oh. In a can now, they come in a can. I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah cans, yeah. Hardest direct opponent you've played on? James Hurd. Hurd? He's a star, I played, obviously. I played on Acker in his prime and he was, he was hard to stop, but I think... Yeah, what's hard is when you play on guys like Hurdy. Um, even though he was lazy going back the other way, he wouldn't bother about you. Yeah. Um, but when when you're kicking a tour player every single contest that goes inside 50, they're, they're kind of hard to stop. Yeah. 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 Well, you mentioned Acker. What was Acker like to play with? Uh, the, probably the most prof- 
professional person I've ever seen playing. Really? Really? Cross. There you go. Yeah, didn't, yeah oh. didn't, believe in, didn't believe in ice baths and stuff like that. Refused to do them. Yeah. Um, but all he would do, he wouldn't get massaged. He, he would just get his forearms massaged and his hands massaged. <laughs> um, What's he doing the night before? Jesus. You know, because he goes, Lindsay, have you ever seen me fumble a footy? Oh, that's, that's it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, fair point, Jess. I'll leave you, I'll leave you, I'll leave you that one. You, you win. <laughs> Oh, Mate, he, I've never he, heard he's that. He's professional because he coached at North. When he was at North Aubrey, he put a, a couple of my mates played over that way, and he uh, he pulled a dietitian out for the first yeah for the first preseason. He was there. It didn't go down too well, actually. No, but, man, uh, you can't do country for you. No dietitian. That's a pissing man. He, so there you go. He got um, forearms. That's yeah, yeah. Get his forearm and <laughs> and hand massage. That's unreal. Um. So best player played with now you said Jono before is, is it is it Jono or who else is there? Yeah, it was. It was are you talking about the ones in the prime? Yeah, this is just your best player you played with ever, actually. So any. Oh, uh, the best player yeah would be Jono. Jono, yeah. 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 Uh, Tightest player too. Tight. Tight. Oh, Jono, he might turn the gas off to put the eggs over Jono. He's that tight. <laughs> Is that because Roland Smith plays for everything, does he? No, oh, yeah. Smithy's the complete opposite. Yeah. That's, oh, that's... Jono would have his first dollar, Jono. Smithy sprayed me when I was a kid. He came up for a football day at the Cooner Oval, <laughs> and Roland Smith sprayed me bad. Did he? He was spraying all the kids. I don't know. We're, we're, we're probably playing up. But, uh, of, yeah, my memories, there's a few of us down here that I always remember. Roland Smith was uh, sprayed yeah. us at one of the footy days. So. <laughs> What else we got here? Best play you played against in general, so not direct opponent, but you just played against them, and you've just watched them and gone, "Holy fuck, he's unbelievable." Acker. Yeah, yeah. When he was at Brisbane, he was just you just to go, "Wow, ridiculous, wasn't he?" Actually, that yeah. goal he kicked uh, Geelong. Oh, I thought it was against Bulldogs, but it was no, against... the wet. No, not the wet one. The one where he won goal of the year. I thought it was against Dogs. Maybe it's Carlton mm-hmm. on the left. Foot, anyway. On the left from the rest, 65. Oh, that one, that yeah, one. that was good, yeah. yeah. Uh, favourite ground, MCG or something different? Uh, um, wasn't Cairns, was it? It was nothing. <laughs> nothing. No, it wasn't. Did you say Canberra? No, Cairns. No, no, it wasn't Cairns. <laughs> um, you, can, you cannot go past the G. Yeah. Um, but surface-wise would have been York Park, Launceston. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Always yeah. looks good down there. Oh, uh, the surface is just amazing. Conditions aren't usually great. But yeah. yeah, the surface looks great. Now, um, I'll just check another one in there. So, what was the best spray you've seen Rocket ever give? Oh, uh, he used to give it to Brian before the game. Before the game? Um, Lake? Yeah, he used to, yeah, Brian Lake before Harris. the game. <laughs> yeah, it was Harris or Lake at that stage. Um, <laughs> He gave me a good one one day, but I, I, I probably can't do it on a podcast. Um, oh, that's shit. He was, um, yeah, he used to get into Brian a lot. Yeah. Um, the, the, oh, the probably best sprayer I've, I've, I've seen would be Terry Wallace. We went into a war theme one time in 2002 against Carlton. Yep. Um, and he was just 
going through each player. And um, he said something to Kingsley Hunter that Kingsley, it was one of those ones where you had to be there, but yeah. certain guys like Nathan Eagleton played well in the last quarter when the game was over. Yeah. He goes, you just come out of the bunker when the war was over and started shooting and everyone was over. <laughs> um, Kingsley, you just, you stuck your head up and the very first time and got it blown off. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was funny, like, Smitty, you got beaten. You actually had the bayonet taken off you and stabbed with it. Um, it was, yeah, it was... It was funny, but oh. Rodney had some others. Rodney had some others, but not for a podcast. Yeah. Do you reckon that... Now, is that Rodney one of Will Minson? That's real, surely. It is absolutely real. Yeah. Get him off! <laughs> Fuck you, Will! <laughs> I was losing yeah. it. That's his voice. Yeah. You can't... And that is 100% Leon Cameron. Rocket, rocket. It's 100% Leon, and... Yeah, no, I know it's exactly true. Um, but, yeah, it's funny. Because he came out and, and said then, it wasn't, I reckon. And I was like, come yeah, on, it's probably he, fair he, enough. I think he then came out and said it was him, though. Oh, that's good. Um, and the other aspect was, yeah, Paul Williams, when they said, who's, who's man is it, Willow? Oh, oh, Mitch. And then he just rips in the mint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. straight up. <laughs> um, best, best footy trip, loose unit. Like, who was the loosest on a footy trip? Oh, Coons. <laughs> when he had that, that uh, blonde wig, too, it would have been putrid. <laughs> yeah, the one... The footage that was in, I like that song, that when he went down the, on an esky lead, um <laughs> after having it. But people didn't know, like he only had an arthroscope two days before that and he was running at us. Um, oh my God. Which the club weren't overly happy about. Um, then he yeah, won a brown though. Was that after the brown? Yeah, no, nah, it was after. Coons like having a good time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just up more but uh just wanted to quickly touch before we finished on the your indigenous heritage that you found out about pretty recently now i was gonna have a crack at trying to pronounce it it's a book bu- boandic is it no bowendick bowendick okay close, close. <laughs> um so yeah how did all that come out i find that pretty fascinating um actually um, yeah it was it was something we we thought we had in our family for a long time, but never, never kind of pursued it. Yeah. Um, and too many things through through my footy and, and through through meeting family and kind of were, were adding up. Um, and it was I kind of I had notes of thought I was anyway, but I kind of never never pursued it. And, yeah, yeah. But then. Um, and it was just more so when my nana was, she was getting old and um, it was through COVID, the start of COVID really. Um, yeah. And we just more so wanted her to realise that she should have been proud and said something about it. Um, so my nana was Indigenous. Yeah. Um, which makes my mum, which makes me. Um, and people say, oh, it's a percentage these days, but it's not. It's, it's no black or white. It's, there's no grey. You either are or you aren't. Um, yeah. And all my uncles are of colour. Um, I've got some colour. Um, and it's when, when we did everything, all our research, um, saliva testing through our family, um, 
something I'm, I'm pretty proud of, to be honest. Mm, uh, yeah. Not to be honest, but extremely proud of and um, what it's opened up family-wise to you know, family now in, in South Australia, Mount Gambia. I haven't had a chance to go over it because of COVID. Yeah. Mm. Um, to spend some time over there and probably a lot of things add up and probably what makes me as a person. Um, um, any Indigenous player that kind of walked through the door, I was instantly drawn to. Um, yeah. Be it Jared Harbour, be it um, Liam Jones, uh, Malcolm Lynch, yeah. um, Brennan Stack, I could I could name a few. Um, I was just, I was instantly drawn to them. Uh, there's a guy called Zephaniah Skinner who came from Lookenbar, which is... Oh, yeah, yes, yep. Um, he had I used to take him. Yeah. He had a lot of talent. Yeah, yeah Lookenbar do. Yeah. Yeah, he just, he kind of struggled in Melbourne life. And yeah. So I used to, we used to go and take him hunting and just try to give him some kind of normality of what it was like back home. Um, yeah. Um, but... No, extremely proud when I found that out, um, which we kind of knew of anyway, but was kept quiet in our family. Um, but, yeah, uh, off the charts proud. Yeah, so you designed the jumper this year, was it? Yeah, this year. So that that would have been a real proud moment, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was... It, it, it took a bit to get to where it was, just yep. getting certain people's blessings to use certain certain um, artwork on the jumper. It's, it's based around a Wawa, which is a blue lake in Mount Gambia, South Australia, yep. which is where, um, where our family originates from. It's a, it's a nice limestone country. Um, fresh water you can drink on the beach. It's yeah, it's beautiful country. I just wanted to more so when I designed the jumper with a, an artist is to kind of do that area proud and make sure... I didn't really want to offend anybody, and I got the blessing of of Auntie Michelle over there, and it was um, yeah, they they came all their blessing, and because I just didn't want to do it just uh, not do it justice, I really wanted to do it right. It took a long time to do, and yep. it's just disappointing. We had a really big night plan this year was going to be against Melbourne on the Friday night, top of the table clash. Oh, that's right, no crowds, yeah. But um, yeah, my. Yeah, my son was so looking forward to running out with the group. And, um, he was going to run out through the banner and his favourite players are Bont. Yeah. When we go to training, the Bont always comes out early and kicks the footy with Ollie and takes a lot of time out of his, out of his you know, preparation to come out and spend time with Ollie every time we go and take him there. So he was looking forward. He just thinks Bont's his best mate, which he thinks it's normal, but it's not. I tried telling that. <laughs> yeah. um, but... That's probably an aspect of the really sad part about it. We didn't get to really celebrate it properly, and then yeah. but I think we're going to go with a similar design next year. Yeah, oh, yeah. As I said, I find that story yeah absolutely fascinating, and um, yeah, to, to, to get involved uh, like that, and, and you see something that, that you've you've come up with that your heritage that's run out. I think that's um, yeah, there'd be nothing better. Yeah, it looked unbelievable. I love Thanks, it. Love the jump, mate. Great design. Now. Two players before we let you go. Jared Grant, tell us about Microphone Head. Microphone Head? Um, like, as a bloke and a player. He actually had a bit of ability, didn't he? Or not? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, I think he's 
Yeah, he did, Granny. Um, <laughs> I, I, I used to kind of call him, a few of us used to call him Andy Beckett. I don't know if you know who Andy Beckett is, but... Andy Beckett? Andy Beckett, Andy Beckett is Tom Hanks out of Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, um, Philadelphia, yeah. And he just, just looks crook the whole time, and Granny <laughs> looks crook the whole time. Um, and, uh, yeah, Spindle Shanks. Spindle um, Shanks. Yeah, that, that was his name, microphone head, Spindle Shanks. Yeah. Uh, very, very quick-witted, like, good-humoured type way. Yeah, yeah, you can't um, see his Twitter now, apparently he's pretty good. Yeah, he's, um, he's a funny man, Granny, just very dry. Um, yeah. Yeah, had, had, had some good games, but just, yeah, obviously... Was that in position, that in between, sorry, height of between key forward and small. So, yeah, yeah it, it, it was a tough one for him. And going to pick five probably didn't help him as well. But, yeah, yeah. As, as a person, a real, a real funny bloke. Yeah. Barry Hall, were you there when Scott Thompson poked the bear and he was running off elbow and everyone? What was Baz like playing with? He was pretty good. Yeah, Baz, Baz was, uh, Baz was loose. Um, <laughs> He was uh, he enjoyed a drink off field, but real hard trainer, like. Yeah, seems um, that. Yeah. Yeah, real fanatical trainer. There's only a couple of us could, because he liked to get on the pads a fair bit and box just to kind of keep his body body active. But um, no, I there was only myself and Ryan Hargrave who could hold the pads for him when he wanted to do pad work. Just more so for combinations because I like my boxing as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, just for fitness wise, yeah. Yeah, he, he was he was very professional for a guy his age. He's, he's in bloody good nick. So yeah, he's um, himself. Yeah, he's too. Yeah. Um, and I always wanted to ask you on uh, yeah. So this is the last last one um, uh, before we let you go. But uh, my my favourite. Sort of dogs player has always been Dale Morris. Now, what was he? What was he like? I have met Dale um, once before, but uh, love to know what he'd be like to play with. Uh, as a as a player, like you run down a race and you just know whoever Dale goes on, um, that's done. Like you can just tick that box. Yeah. <laughs> but you just know every single time. Like for him to get beaten, which I'm very, I don't reckon I ever saw. Um, just the trust you had him, like Dale, I love him, but off the charts, boring. Um, <laughs> just, yeah. uh, but he's a he's a he's a star. Like as in as a teammate. Like yeah. if I was picking a team now, on the Bulldogs from '05 to now, he'd be my first pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not not surprised by that. He's just yeah. That, that's why I've always loved you. I think you'd be the bloke look beside you. You walk a little bit taller walking out with him. So. Oh, he's and tough. Just played through injuries that oh, people didn't that, know about. That tackle, buddy, with a fractured back, just sums him up, I reckon. Yeah, he's just a great teammate. Um, yeah, just, I love to play him with Dale. Like I said, he'd be my first pick. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I think that wraps it up, mate. We've taken up an hour and a half of your time, so you had nothing no, to share, mate. Um yeah, we've, we've uh, yeah, taken sorry up the Wednesday that. night, so if you're watching SAS Australia or something, we've taken that over, so what else no, is on at this time? My son, the boy, loves it, but... No, nah, sorry about that, bit too long, but... No, no it's no, good, mate. Hard. We could have went for another bloody hour, but um, I'm sure sure if you get up for a game next year at Barrow Run, we'll, um, 
Yeah, we'll, try and make it one against Kahuna. We'll like we owe you a couple of beers. We'll introduce you like yeah. you did to Terry that day at the races. We'll yeah, just... yeah, no, all good. Maybe before the game, we'll have a few cans and then run out. Yeah, all right. I'll, that is, uh, I will take that on. I'm ready to take the challenge on. Nah, really appreciate it, mate. Come, I'll play full forward, and you can come play full back. Right, and I'll, I'll just exploit the kick-out rule and just have 40 on you. Yep. <laughs> I'll yep. be the no, news either. Right. I'll kick seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stand behind the goals and drink cans, so. Yeah. All right, <laughs> if this game does happen and you're named, I'll, uh, I'll let you know beforehand. Yep, all good, boys. All right, mate. For a couple of footy heads out in the sticks, you've made our day, mate. Appreciate it. Have a no, good night. No. And go the doggies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, go dogs. Let's get the results. Oh, Norm day. Smith. Before before you go, Norm Smith. Oh, yeah. Josh Dunkley. Oh, left field. I like it. He, he's due. Well, he's yeah, too good. He's due. He's been building. Yeah, he has. Yeah. All right, champion. Catch you later. All right. Thanks, girls. No, all good, boys. Thanks, see, you possum. Possum. see you possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I have possible. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>